0: what up y'all it's golden spaces and odyssey original podcast with justin and nat we here we here to talk our beloved doves lots been happening or rumblings of things are starting to happen so let's let's get into it justin justin got his hair did so he's looking all pretty so hopefully if y'all are listening on audio i don't pretty is that a bad thing oh men sometimes It's a good thing. No, I don't have an issue with that. Okay. So, you know, if you're only listening on audio, you may want to tap into the video. You know, you know where to catch us. We're on 95.7 The Game's uh, YouTube channel uh, because you can see Justin looking pretty. great. Okay. Anyway, but Draymond has been talking. This time it's not as annoying. Most of it's (laughs) stuff we can deal with. Not as annoying. Well, I mean, okay, so let's start with the how he wants to get Chris Paul his first ring. Like, all right, like, first of all, the person getting Chris Paul his first ring would be Stefan, even if that happens, okay? <laughs> it ain't you. Um, But secondly, it's just like, all right, I get it. Like, if he's on the team, he's getting the ring. But like, please, can we stop being so extra about it? We went from you hating and despising this man. So if you did, you have to understand that fans ourselves are still like... Mm -hmm. processing this and dealing with this so it's just like I get it like if he's playing and he's on the team he's gonna get a ring but I am just like the thought of him getting a ring and it being with the Warriors just absolutely still just (laughs) it's a weird thing it's a weird thing
1: it is I think in a way it's it's a little poetic because it's like you had to get a ring with them. Yeah, you that's beat the only him. way to
0: look at it to make it even like something yeah. you can stomach, Justin. But it's it's really awful. Come on. <laughs> it's really awful.
1: But I think, like I said, it's awful, but like you can spin it. You can really spin it that way because it's like, damn, you can never beat Steph. Well, you beat him at one time and then since then he's been spanking you for years up until this point and you got to be his backup and you only get in the championship essentially off his back, Right. I think that will probably eat at Chris Paul a little bit more if he finishes career ringless. To be honest, in a way, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like, yeah, you got a ring, but like you had to get it from here. You know, um, I think Dray- the way the
0: media loves Chris Paul, they're gonna try to find a way to spin it.
1: That's true, but I think Draymond's playing the media right now, like. They're all doing the whole, like, we we love Chris Paul. We're going to do it for Chris Paul. Like, just to kind of boost his ego a little bit because they know.
0: He got to come off the bench?
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that, but they know he's going to have to come off the bench. He know it. It just doesn't make sense. Um, but, yeah, so I think they're just kind of, like, boost his ego up a little bit, and they're probably going to keep doing it. Same thing they were doing with KD, even though people want to make it seem like KD. That's another conversation. But... <laughs> The Whole, yeah, they did it with KD too. So, I'm saying,
0: listen, um, yes, there is a lot of hyping up of Chris Paul going on. You know, we mentioned already Draymond with the whole um, he wanted to get him a ring, he did that interview. There's just been a lot of talk about him and Chris Paul. Um, a lot of it stemming from like all the comments that um, Draymond's making, but then also. There's been a lot of reporting. I shouldn't say a lot of reporting because it's really all coming from the same place. And it's mostly Mark Spears, who I know, he's a friend. Um, And so I, you know, he had said some comments before on another podcast. He was on Vincent Goodwill's podcast as well, someone else I also know, um, and talked about it. So people have been running and reporting it like it's news and being like, oh, he's starting. And, um, Mark Spears is obviously very like tapped in, you know, so, but I just want people to remember, and I'm I'm, in no ways, am I even suggesting that he isn't hearing what he's hearing, but I need people to remember that when reporters hear things and they're told things, you always have to first ask, who is it coming from? And it's not clear that those reports are coming from the warriors could be coming from Chris Paul's camp. We don't know. And who it's coming from makes a very big difference. So when everyone's just sitting up here like, Oh my God, I can't believe they're going to do this. Like it's never once been reported that he's hearing this from the warriors or, you know, that he spoke to someone internally, just that what he's hearing. And because he's a reporter, he doesn't reveal his sources. So we don't know, you know, we don't know you know, I don't know. Um, but, um, I just, I'm just inclined to believe that Chris Paul is going to be coming off the bench. Um, I mean, we always knew there was a possibility that it would be like, okay, they'll just play him like really quick for a few minutes. But even that ultimately will end up being stupid because you need to watch his, you know they're going to want to watch his minutes. You know they're going to want to manage his minutes. And if they have to play him to start, then it may affect, like, if they want to bring him back into clothes and all of this stuff. So it's ultimately going to go there, even if it doesn't start like that for the season. So, but I, I just, I don't know. I don't know why. No one has told me this. I'm just inclined to believe that, like, it's coming from Chris Paul's camp.
1: Mm-hmm. And it would send a bad message if, he was somehow inserted into the starting lineup after these guys have put in blood, sweat, and tear equity into the franchise. And they were obviously the best starting five in the league last year. What sense would it make? Or what message would it send for them to bring Chris Paul in and just drop one of the starting five out of there just to fit him in. Right. And we know
0: it's going to be loony if they do that, it's going to be loony. And then you're going to be putting more on Draymond who you also need to preserve. Like, just for what? His ego? Like, right. please, come on. All it's the
1: just preaching the egoless
0: exactly. ego
1: thing all all off season. That would just be the dumbest thing to do out the gate.
0: And unless you're going to be able to justify it, because I don't think that the lineup with Chris Paul is going to offer something different. I get it, right? But I just don't see ultimately how that's going to be the better lineup as a starting five. Like, going to it, like, situationally, right, to me is what's going to make it, like, an effective lineup.
1: Mm-hmm. It has to be completely situational because there's just going to be teams that they can't play that lineup against. It's too small um, on the perimeter, that is. I think Wiggins and Draymond as the four and five are, are fine against most matchups. You know, against Jokic, that probably not won't be the case, but against most matchups, I think it's fine. Clay on the wing is fine. But Steph and CP3, um, I think that's just going to be tough against a lot of teams. So it probably won't be a lineup or shouldn't be a lineup that they play a ton. You know what I mean? Like, whether they drop Clay, you know, if they want to play Steph and and, um, CP3 together, they should probably take Clay or Wiggins out of the lineup and put more size in there. But, um, yeah, we'll see
0: we will see but uh, what we're saying is we think a lot of this buttering up and singing chris paul's praises is about nicing him up so yeah. he gets he gets on the same page with everyone as he needs to be because um yeah no like <laughs> we don't got time for you to to and honestly if this is something that really can't happen and they have to start him and he's pushing the issue, then he doesn't belong here. Like, just to be candid. He really doesn't. And they can move his contract. So, you know, if it's if it's going to be all of that, because, like, that's not going to be the right mindset.
1: Not at all. Not at all.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, I didn't fully get to finish watching the clip, so... I don't know everything she said, but I was like scrolling Instagram and I saw Roz. I think Mark Spears may have been on the panel, but I'm not sure. But I saw Roz, I think it was earlier today on ESPN. I don't recall which show speaking about like Chris Paul and Steph or Chris Paul's fit with the Warriors rather. And was just sort of talking about like some of her keys. I'm talking about Roz Gold for those who are unclear. Um, But talking about like the keys to it working and one of it's like, respect and you know draymond and and chris paul needing to get along um and also just saying like you know like no one you know like there shouldn't be an expectation of like this deference because you know you know who chris paul is and you we know who draymond is so a lot of the conversations seem to be around like chris paul and draymond but like and i agree on that level because i do think Draymond is going to need to understand that there might be some times you do need to let Chris Paul handle the ball and not you. Right. Mm-hmm. And um that's something he struggled a little bit with even when like Katie was here. Right. So I, I do think that's real, but um no, Chris Paul should be deferring to Stefan. So, I just, <laughs> you know, so like, again, I, I, people seem to be very focused on like the Draymond, Chris Paul, relationship and i get it because of the way that they're both you know both of their personalities but you know chris paul just needs to know and understand his place like Mm -hmm. and i think that's i just think that's really important in general
1: for for this
0: for this to work
1: Sure. And this is also up to Steve, a lot up to Steve to bring together the right combinations and don't force things just because you have a bunch of big names on the team. Right. You have to play style. Isn't a seamless fit. Um, I think Chris Paul can play with Steph and Draymond and those guys and, and play like that style, but ultimately his style is what makes him, him. And I do think they have players on the team that can fit his style. Um, It's almost kind of like, or they should play it, at least in my opinion, like they have two teams, right? They have the Chris Paul Warriors, or three teams. They have the Chris Paul Warriors alone, where he's not playing with Steph. He's just running his pick and rolls and doing his thing. Steph and Draymond do their thing. And then they can kind of blend it as like a third iteration of the team And when they play together and stuff like that. Um, But I think if they do that, it'll kind of be very difficult for them to put out negative lineups, in my opinion. But if they try to blend it, just, just because it can potentially get a little bumpy and, and um, you know, not go so well.
0: For sure. For sure. So we will see another thing that Steve Kerr is going to have to navigate this season is the new resting rules that were announced. So, Mm -hmm. but it's interesting because ultimately I don't think, first of all, let me back up a second, because, I was never a fan of like the way Steve Kerr rested our players, anyway. The way that he did it, not that they didn't need rest, but for he one, he's very
1: time. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. like he's very big on Steph and 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 um Draymond always sitting together, like those two always like they have to always play together and always like rest together. So, um, but there were a number of times, well, not a number, but like. You know, it's funny, we were talking about this on Brother From Another, but you remember that game against, first of all, the Pelicans just always, Pelicans fans always get shortchanged because they're just always the second night of a back-to-back for some reason. And so their fans, I don't know the last time they've gotten to see Steph play yeah, in that building. Is. Probably not since like the playoffs. And um, and so, but like earlier in the season, he rested everybody. So he rested Steph, Clay, Dre, and Wigs, mm-hmm. right? And so he just has this thing, like he wants to rest all of them at one time, which to me has never made sense. Like give them a chance to win, stagger it. right? You know what I'm saying? So I, I was personally not like that upset about those rules because I'm like, well, now it's going to force him to like not have to like rest all of them. But mm-hmm. then it came out because first it was just like, you, can, you can't do um, more than two stars, right? Was that what it was? And then it was like, well, who's a star and how do we define a star? But then it came out, even after all of that, um, that there's exceptions for like certain players. So between how you define star, Clay Thompson would not be defined as a star, mm-hmm. um, but Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins would be defined and Chris Paul.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All of them, whether it's for making all-star or all NBA teams. So um, they would be defined as stars along with Steph, right? Clay would not. Mm-hmm. Um, but the exceptions based on age and what is it, minutes played? Yeah. Would yeah. would accept also Steph Curry and Chris Paul as well, provided the Warriors give a week's notice i believe is the case so it's a to me it seems counterintuitive what the league did Mm -hmm. because this to me was put into place because of steph and lebron right primarily like to me like all due respect like people don't care if certain teams are resting right it's the warriors and lakers because lebron is on it and Mm. they have the most tv games they're the two biggest names And they have been rested now. The league has not been kind to those teams either when it comes to how they schedule them. Also, these teams are older and have a lot of back-to-backs. So it's just like you put these rules in place to come combat that, but then you're allowing those teams to make exceptions. So I kind of don't get the purpose. Like to me, it feels more performative. It's like we're going to – it's optics. Like we're going to put this in place. So people feel like we're, like, locking down on it. But ultimately, I don't know that it's really going to do much.
1: Right. It's, because at
0: most, he could really rest everyone except, and my guess is that he would just say, okay, Wiggins, you go play, because Wiggins is the youngest, right? Yeah, but he can rest play, he can rest Chris Paul, he can rest Dre, and he can rest Steph based on right. these new rules.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the league does this a lot now, a lot of these performative type of things it's kind of similar to the all-star game where they try to make like a like a charity like they try to throw charity in there to incentivize players to play harder and all that type of stuff and it's like the solution to all of these things is literally to just reduce the amount of games there is in a season like it's simple right that way each game matters more so the players are more likely to play and then they have less wear and tear in their body so when they do events like the all-star game they can actually play without fear of overdoing it um and stuff like that and getting ready for the second half of the season um it's just like uh, they're just trying to pull the wool over everybody's eyes and say look at the things that we're doing to make the league product better and it's like well you can just do one very simple thing and it will make the league product better but you don't want to lose potentially lose the money well you will lose money but i don't I, I don't think they will lose as much as they think they would but um yeah it don't really affect the Warriors as we just detail. So I'm not really tripping off of it, but it just seems funny to me. The league does stuff like this.
0: Yeah. I mean, I thought this was going to be so interesting and then it ends up being not that interesting to me, but we'll see because there's rules and then there's like how they get applied and how they played out. Right. We've seen it with the, 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 the penalties for flopping. Mm. Didn't really go anywhere. How they were going to call fouls. You know, we still have foul merchants. So We will see how this resting rule actually gets applied, but um, nonetheless, interesting, I guess. Sort of interesting. Sort of interesting?